tell the wrong one the right one for me. I tell the wrong one the right one for me. We smoking la la la. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Canisoors Quadcast podcast. I am Mayhem. What's cracking, everybody? I am Professor X. This episode is sponsored by Mantra Medicinals, CBD holistic products, tinctures, gummies, salves, bath bombs, and so much more. Great products to help you with anxiety, hangovers, dry skin, and migraines. Do yourself a big favor and check them out on Instagram at Mantra Meds and their website, www.mantrameds.com. Are we going to get high? Uh, Tally, I think you're right on to something, my friend. First yeah. things first, Professor, what are we rolling and supercharging the mind with today? Well, uh, today for our topics of conversation, we were going to be smoking a Galaxy Mac, which would be a Galaxy Miracle Alien Cookies. Uh, this is also known as the Mac Galactic. Uh, it's generally a 50% Indica, 50% Sativa strain, uh, roughly 21 to 23% THC. Uh, the breeder for this particular strain is Fear the Roots Genetics. Um, and basically what it is is a Mac 1 crossed with Platinum Galaxy, which, you know, I've never really had a Platinum Galaxy before, so uh, that'll be interesting. Uh, so, yeah, let's light her up. I was just going to say that I've never uh, smoked a Galaxy strain, mm-hmm. uh, let alone a Platinum Galaxy strain. Yeah, this will be interesting for sure. I mean, beautiful uh, nuggets. Uh, some purple on them, uh, really super uh, mint purple. green color. Super purple, um, not so frosty, but like super purple has a very distinctive smell. That that Miracle Alien cookie smells super sticky, very dense buds. Like whoever yeah, grew this, tight, this tight particular, well. whoever grew this particular uh, particular round did, did an amazing job. Uh, it has a, a sweet and gassy mm-hmm. smell. Like well, it tastes amazing. It tastes sweet. Together. Tastes like it smells. Uh, burns super. Super white there. You got a nice white ash off that. Looks and like you uh, got like a bat in your mouth over there. Professor. It is, uh, you know. It's a I, mean, I mean, if we're going to test it, we're going to test it. Might okay. as well. I'm not fucking around over here, you know. Very strange story, Diane. Coming up <laughs> next, can bees think? A new study confirms that no, they cannot. Well, well <laughs> is that right? Well, yeah. as I take my uh, first... First puff of the spliff. First puff of the spliff. Uh, the topics for today's session, uh, number one, Biden signs marijuana research bill, a historic first for federal cannabis reform. Out in the U.S. there. Yeah. Young marijuana users are drinking less alcohol. Uh-huh. It's awesome. Study shows that uh, more young Americans are choosing to drink less alcohol and smoke more weed. Let's see if that turns out to be a pro or a con. Mm-hmm. Uh, a leaked report shows heightened scrutiny of marijuana's rising potency. <laughs> you know, the... What did they well, expect? Well, I mean, it's a, that's what the government hates and what the people love. So we're going to have to uh, definitely break that one open for sure. Yeah. And uh, our main story, hmm. Runtz hits the headlines and they're coming running, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, we'll let that, we'll get, we're going to hit that and... Uh, that's a great, great story. Yeah, it's absolutely. Great to see these guys coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm so high right now. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'll tell you what's going on. We're going to hit our first uh, news segment. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm having a tough time saying this because uh, Galaxy Mac has got my lungs Galaxy twisted. Galaxy Mac's hitting pretty hard. And uh, so our first story, like I said earlier, Biden signs a marijuana research bill. It's a historical first for federal cannabis reform. Mm-hmm. That's we got the, this straight out of the marijuana moment. Uh, it was published 
uh, December 2nd, 2022. Yeah, this week. Uh, a little website publication, Marijuana Moment, uh, was uh, talking about President Joe Biden being the first president in history on Friday when he uh, signed the uh, uh, marijuana-specific reform legislation into the law. So law that is specifically directed at the federal government uh, giving more money and being more relaxed with the laws uh, when it comes to cannabis production, especially for uh, medicinal purposes. Here, I have some medicine right now. Oh, thank you. You think uh, when he signed the bill, he used a, a crayon? Yeah, it could be possible. Or a pen. I think he turned around to go shake hands with Grover, and he wasn't there. <laughs> he was really looking forward to seeing Grover, but when he turned around, he was just shaking hands with the air. So it could be that he's testing it out. You know, he could be doing R&D. Before he signed that paper, he could have said, you know what? I uh, went to his, uh, you know, went to Kamala and said, Kamala, I know you've put a lot of innocent people in jail for smoking weed, but can you roll me a big fatty so I can go out there and, <laughs> so I can go out there and <laughs> sign this paper over and <laughs> let these people know what's up. But um, uh, We can make fun of him all we want. He's, yeah, uh, yeah. Our leader is no, uh, nothing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, Trudeau's either. a putz anyway. Yeah. But, but anyways, Biden affixed the signature specifically, yeah. uh, the bipartisan medical marijuana, just two bipartisan medical marijuana and cannabinoid research expansion act, which basically is, yeah, uh, more money federally for research to universities to look up more information or to research more information on medical marijuana, uh, the long-term effects, short-term effects, what types of diseases it has an effect on, um, how it can be a replacement to existing drugs that have terrible side effects. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a move forward. Right. It's, it's nice a, to see that uh, they're getting federal funding for it all, too. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I, I believe that uh, it would be kind of ridiculous to let it, and especially after legalization on a recreational level in most of the states, I think it's 37 states now, you know, uh, I think it's about time they, they, they divert some of that, that money, <laughs> the same type of research money they're putting into, um, you know, pharmaceutical companies that uh, are producing you know, uh, saline injections. Uh, it'd be nice to, for the, you know, the cannabis industry, sorry, for the, the cannabis uh, side of uh, medication to come more to the forefront. That sounds like a shot to the virus. <laughs> uh, let's not talk about that. But uh, yeah, this research bill is going to be the first of uh, several marijuana reform measures currently under consideration. Yeah. So it looks like this is just going to um, open up the doors to. Yeah. So many more uh, great things. Listen, this is for medical purposes, so... Well, this could be one of two I'm things. I'm all for it. When they say the research bill is the first of several marijuana reform measures currently under consideration, this is either, you know, a really quick bill to pass to kind of shut up the immediate, you know, complainers, to shut up the immediate uh, 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 cannabis... Uh, cannabis uh, I guess uh, promoters for this specific, for this particular law, they want the, the people that are actually trying to get the medical cannabis uh, federally funded. But um, and it could be that they're just giving them this to shut them up about everything else down the road. But we're hoping that it's in the matter of progress. We're hoping that they've signed this bill and they actually are going to be dedicating some real money and some real time at the federal level. Well, you know, I just. Uh 
I wish all the best to this one because uh, eventually this is going to roll off into our uh, into our country. Yeah, and benefit us as well. Well, we're we're a bit ahead of them. We're I think we're Canada's a bit ahead of of the U.S. when it comes to to, to medical reform. When it comes to and cannabis. the beauty of this uh, little article is we do have a few guests that have used marijuana yeah. to overcome unbelievable yeah. feats and uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's what it is. Uh, I mean, we're we're gonna, we're going to be bringing those people in down the road, but uh, yeah, we we know firsthand of how cannabis can actually cure diseases that they say there is no uh, there is no cure for. Uh, so uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the U.S. moves forward, and at least whether or not they're going to make all their findings public and 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 take away the 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 stigmatism and the uh, uh, sorry the stigma the stigma and the uh, and, and the sour taste of uh, the smear campaigns that used to run in the U.S. in the 50s and 60s against cannabis and, and just well, kind of limited Well, we know why that, that happened. We yeah, know we that know. Was, we that know. was all about money and somebody losing money. But Money, lumber, and timber. I know. Muddy Joe signs the paper and uh, the U.S. is off. So, next up. Second uh, topic was uh, young marijuana users are drinking less alcohol. Study shows... <laughs> this From is at Bloomberg the Bloomberg News, News mm-hmm. uh, published December second, twenty twenty two. Yes, that's uh, Bloomberg Blue, uh, Bloomberg News. Uh, <coughs> earlier this week, the youngest U.S. consumers <coughs> are trending towards weed over booze, uh, reshaping the alcohol industry, uh, according to a current study that uh, a university did in the U.S. So we really didn't uh, think this went through with the Galaxy Mac. It's really. Well, it's, right it's doing what it's doing, but yeah. that's what it's doing. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, legal cannabis states are showing slower growth, uh, <coughs> or showing slower alcohol growth, uh, <coughs> said in research released Friday. Um, so, I mean, yeah, th- this, this is coming from a recently published uh, university study, uh, also which found more than 60% of consumers who use cannabis have cut back on drinking. Uh, and that's consumers of all age levels. So uh, your typical heavy drinkers uh, that are now dipping more into the cannabis are noticing that they're not as interested in as much alcohol as they consume every night. I can't wait till this starts affecting uh, the driving laws and rules. Well, it already kind of has it's here. Gonna, it's going to impact the young people quite a bit. It will. I mean, at the end of the day, it's the same thing. They get pulled over. You get pulled over high. You get pulled over drunk. You're getting an impaired ticket. End of story. Uh, I don't think they're they're not going to make a and they've already they're already kind of ahead of the world, ahead of the game of that one, uh, but they they sure as heck I mean I'm, uh, the only the only thing they can do better or increase the technology is to find more accurate ways of finding out how much cannabis is, cannabis is in your system. The youngest consumers are leading the trend, changing uh, the coming of age, and they're changing the whole party scene altogether. It went from drinking and popping pills to chilling and smoking. Marijuana, yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, it's just insane that, that they are literally changing the trend. They are literally like making your typical party scene that we used to have in the '90s, which was majority alcohol, and a few of us were lucky enough to get to get you know cannabis or hash. Uh, now the party scene is just like a smoke fest, and uh, a couple of people are uh, drinking cough syrup in the corner, and maybe a few people are having alcohol. So. Listen, yeah, it's night and day, man. It's definitely night and day. From experience, I've made uh, <coughs> less 
stupid decisions while smoking pot than while I was drinking alcohol. I think a lot of people that have drank a lot and smoked a lot would probably say the same. I think they'd have the same experience as you. So, uh, for sure. And, and everybody see, knows. I can see these numbers. I can see why these numbers are coming to, to fruition. Yeah, and everybody knows that, you know, as much as weed was painted as the gateway drug, you know, alcohol is the gateway drug. Yeah. I mean, if you've ever made a decision to try a drug that you were on the fence about, it was probably because you had a couple of shots, not because you had a couple of spliffs. Hey, hey listen, listen, if you really want to go further, I think the first tobacco stick yeah, cigarette too. Yeah, cigarettes too. That, yeah, that did it. Once we had that, that does it too. But alcohol uh, came out too long after. Back to the story. In, in 2022, 79 percent of cannabis consumers uh, aged 18 to 25 also drank alcohol. This is down 90 percent in from in 2002. So uh, uh, a sharper drop found uh, among those 26 and up. Uh, so more more people 20s, more people in their uh, late 20s uh, and up are uh, are also experiencing the benefit of smoking cannabis uh, yeah, as opposed to drinking. Maturity, I guess, maybe. Yeah, I mean, maturity comes into play, but I, I think cannabis, once again, makes you more paranoid, whereas alcohol makes you more adventurous. So, I mean, that, those, th- that, that alone, I think, really changes the dynamic of how your night's going to go. You know, you, that, you're that a little more also, cautious about how your night's going to go. When you're drunk, you're, you're just ready for everything. It's, uh, it's easier to, uh, to maintain a family. Yeah. While you're smoking a joint rather than... Well, absolutely. It's easier to maintain a lot of things. So but uh, they say also the percentage of drinkers who use cannabis in that age category grew to 32% from 25% during that same time frame. So, yeah, more and more people in every age group are drinking cannabis. But, yeah, it is, it is, it is interesting how the younger generation now, the party scene, is, is just way more cannabis than drinking. The, literally the complete opposite of what i remember growing up uh parties used to be like you know i don't, i think you could uh, maybe you could thank the media uh television yeah uh showing us what it looks like to be hammered in front of the public eye smashed <laughs> in front of like the public eye being like, a rock star a musician you know well, constantly the, showing these people smashed and passed out and making these stupid decisions but well, hey such as life, right? Yeah, that's that's a, that's a mad mad commercial. You yeah, know, the Mothers Against Drunk Driving commercial will have all that stuff, but that's that's pretty much it. Well, it's an interesting story, and uh, yeah, it was it was good to see that you know the young people are getting away from the alcohol and absolutely, absolutely making some more mature decisions in life. Yeah. Third story: uh, a leaked report shows heightened scrutiny of marijuana's rising potency. <laughs> this is uh, straight out of Bloomberg. Yeah. Uh, December 4th, 2022. Yes, uh, from Bloomberg.com. Another uh, pretty good uh, story here. Um, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this is obvious. Obviously, you know, 15 years ago, uh, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, when California released legislation on cannabis, it definitely was, uh, you know, closer to 15 to 18 percent maximum THC and it was you know still an augmented strain from its original base but it wasn't as spliced and diced and, and genetically modified but now yes now cannabis obviously has has uh, evolved much like anything else over the years and it is much stronger I, I mean, can attest to that yeah I mean I, 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 for sure I never bought weed by name ever in my life 
No. When I first started smoking weed, I just bought weed. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. ask how much, what THC, if it was sativa, indica. I don't know. It came in a piece of foil, and I smoked it. Well, this, this once again is another way that the government, uh, much like years ago, how we just talked about with the, uh, the smear campaigns on the, the reefer madness kind of uh, smear campaigns that used oh, to have yeah. back in the Girl day. This is, this is another one here. This is, to me, uh, another way the government basically is trying to justify getting more money uh, for a mistake that they made. The mistake they made was they agreed, much like the Canadian government, they agreed to federally take a dollar a gram. Right. Which, which is pretty stupid because... But they should have known. They yeah, they should have. They should have. And Come you on. know what? But that's only fair too. They should only take a dollar a gram. Ultimately, they, I yeah. mean, I don't know why that they have to now all of a take... Anyways, long story short, we'll dive into this article and let you know why I'm coming to this conclusion. So the products known as concentrates are obviously often labeled as having 60 to 99% THC, which they are. I mean, they are basically just, you know, liquefied or... Or 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 or, uh, or 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 mashed up trichomes. Have you yeah. ever had the pleasure of having anything at ninety nine percent? At ninety nine percent, not really. Not re- I've never really been tempted to. There's nothing about it that's enticing to me to do ninety nine percent trichome of anything. Like, I don't. I don't like couch lock. I like being high. I think we should try one <laughs> on the show one day. Well, I think that'll be the shortest show. <laughs> I think that show will end in about a minute and a half, and uh, you know. Uh, yeah, we'll be you'll be hearing a snore. I don't know. To me, I just don't really see the benefit of that. Maybe yeah, to have a little tiny, tiny piece of it or whatever. But I, I'd like to try it. Sure, I'd like to try it. But there's well, nothing you know appealing. To Since me, we've but. never never tried it, we should try it on the show for the for our listeners. Yeah. All okay. right. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, sorry to get off topic. So yeah, like. the, the levels of THC in marijuana have skyrocketed, according to this article, from around four percent to more than fifteen percent. According to a report based on the government, on government seized samples. So basically what they're saying is all the weed they confiscated from Mexico, <laughs> you know, that was picked, you know, four weeks too early and had 3%. That's what they're comparing it against. So this is, once again, a really gross fabrication and uh, uh, an exaggeration just so that they can really get to the, to the main digging point here. Without to veer off too much. When we started smoking cannabis, what do you think the TH levels were in, in the cannabis we were smoking? I think they were still around 16, 17%. I don't think they were ever five. I never smoked weed. That, I mean, like, I, maybe I smoked weed once or twice when I was 14 that didn't get me high. It was probably just like really shitty. But for the most part, I mean, 14, 15%, I'd say would be an average if I look back and feel like. I don't know. I, of course, you get a bit higher off less when you were younger and you're. you're uh, you know, uh, your tolerance was, was better, but I don't know. I think I think it wasn't that big of a difference. I don't think it was ever that low. Uh, but they're It'd trying be interesting to, to find out like what we were smoking. Well, this is then. why this is why this study is once again in the U.S. made on seized cannabis. You know, based on seized illegal cannabis. You know what that means? That means it's all yeah. the seized cannabis coming in from Mexico, and that's you know what that is. You know, that, of course. So yeah, that, that can mean even they, they tested crops they weren't even ready. They looked for the bunkiest bunk they can find, tested it so they can say, oh, look, man, this is what it used to be years ago, and now it's yeah. this. You know, anyway, so all right. long story short, all this amounts to what? All this bullshit amounts to the report will recommend a tax increase on any product with more than 35% THC. Bingo. 
cash so grab. That's what it's all about. They're, they're, they're not, they obviously feel stupid for asking for that dollar now, knowing that the majority of the majority of the, the the industry is going towards vapes and concentrates and shatter and diamonds and sauce and every concentrate under under the God's green earth. And a gram of that it's about seventy or eighty bucks, where a gram of bud is like you know seven to ten. So. Yeah. So Obviously now they they're that's why they're proposing this increase, saying it's because they want to, I don't know, deter people from using concentrates. You know, just like they deterred people from smoking cigarettes by making them twenty dollars a pack. Well, people, I are, don't you know, think it has anything to deter with of it. Of course, I it think doesn't. it's all about hey, you're if you're making seventy dollars, we want a little more as well. And all it is is my bad. We fucked up. We should yeah. ask for more money. Exactly. And we want to make it, we want to make it look like we're asking for more money for your sake. You know, that's what the government in general tries to do. But that's, that's I wonder what Snoop Dogg would have to say about that, eh? Yeah, I mean, sure, absolutely. Uh, I wonder what anybody, any entrepreneur in the cannabis industry would have to say about that. But um, it would also, it also call for increasing the age requirement for the purchase to 25. So I think they only threw that in to make it seem like, once again, they they, they're, they're doing it because they give a fuck about the, the average citizen, which they don't. And then, uh, with what you just said? Yeah. The last uh, bullet. Yeah. The report doesn't recommend a cap on the THC levels, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, right? Because, like, once again, the report doesn't recommend a cap on the THC levels because I think the whole point of this cash grab is they're trying to tax the higher THC. So stuff, they leave so. them leave themselves a little leeway well, to they get shoot, back in there. They shoot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Right, you can't you can't have your. They've already done it once, so why yeah. do it again? Right, you're already going to have a little bit of a pushback about because of this. So, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll definitely see how it goes. Yeah, all I know is I'm so high right now. Yeah, pretty much. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, Absolutely. I'll tell you. We're gonna hit the last story. I know part of this excites me. Runtz brings its iconic strain to the masses. Mm -hmm. This is straight out of High Times, December 5th. This is like so fresh, 2022. Yeah, yeah just a few days. Oh, yesterday, sorry. Yeah. Yesterday. Even after five years, the joke about the iconic run strain remains. Mm -hmm. Are you really smoking runs? Professor, have you yeah. ever really smoked runs? Being a Canadian citizen. Uh, Tough? I don't think I have. I think I've been told. I've been told several times what I was buying was runs, and it was really good quality, burn clean, tastes great, was super nice bud. But I cannot vouch for 100% that it, it was runs. It was maybe a runt strain grown by a really good grower, but yeah, I don't know 100% of that. I say it's like one of the most bootlegged bootlegged strains yeah, for in sure. the history of weed. Oh, I see it all the time. I see it all the time throughout the legacy market, throughout, you know, people come in, you know, uh, and come into our spot and, and, and show us, hey, look, this is why I got some runs. I got runs muffin. You know, runs muffin was everywhere. And uh, <laughs> I don't think it was anything close. I mean, like, I, I think I think it was probably one of the worst strains that were running around. So I'm pretty sure that wasn't like an authentic cookies, uh, sorry, a runt strain. But um, yeah, I don't think I have. And I don't think, I think a lot of people think they have, but they have not. Well, uh, runs, they hit the scene hard. At, oh yeah! Uh, at a number of cup, yeah, they showed up with like three hundred jars and uh, twenty thousand five hundred runs T-shirts. Yeah, like they came in there smart. You know, they they showed up at the Emerald Cup. 
stacked with fucking samples and T-shirts, and they literally made sure that everybody, you know, at least 2,500 people at the Emerald Cup were wearing or carrying Runt's T-shirts, and they just passed out 300 jars of their top, top fire, from what I, from what I understand, their top, top stuff that they had. That's a big number. It's That's a big a number. It's a big investment. Yeah. It's a big investment. I don't know how much was in those jars, but obviously it was enough for you to try it out and, I guess, whoever your group was to try out with. Yeah, um, actually, they camped out right in front of uh, the cookies booth. Yeah, they actually, uh, yeah, it says runs capped out in front of the cookies booth. Uh, it was the year cookies debuted their London pound cake. Um, and even though that was the case, uh, Runtz sold out in minutes, uh, getting so much attention that the cookies uh, booth and the cookies company asked them to leave. So uh, that's pretty hardcore. I mean, yeah. uh, especially at a, at a show <laughs> like that when <coughs> they basically said, you know what, we're going to show we're, we're going to show you how good our product is by by literally going toe to toe with you, by literally attracting the customers that are strictly coming for your product and showing them, hey, look, smell ours. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And after being kicked out, uh, Cookies took them under their wing and yeah. became their exclusive distributor. Well, Mr. Burner there is not an idiot. I mean, no. uh, he's definitely done a great job. Him and his team have done a great job with, with cookies and marketing cookies. And, uh, and now they've obviously <coughs> they brought it into Canada. And then we've seen a couple of them here in the city. Um you know, uh, they are a popular brand. They're a popular marketed brand. You see the T-shirts the and the sweaters and the hoodies and, the, sorry, and the, uh, the, the toques well everywhere. for sure. And I think, yeah, Runtz is on that same flex. Yeah. But um, here we are a year later, and uh, they're independent. Runtz is now relaunching uh, completely as a top-tier luxury weed lifestyle brand. They're, the they've Gucci. now split away from Burner. Uh, and the uh, folks at Cookies, I don't know by how much uh, or if they're owned at any part by them, but apparently they're running independently. And uh, they said that they've uh, spent years planning, growing, breeding, and making deals for the next phase of runs, which um, which which was a couple of things we'll bring up right now. Uh, they got big plans coming. They, they got, got big, big plans, plans, huge investments. You yeah. know, like this company obviously has taken the money that they've uh, gracefully made over these last year, over this last year, sorry, and they're they're flipping it into just doubling down on their product, which. But shows, you know, they got a lot of balls and they got a lot of faith and and pride in what they're producing. Yeah. Um, well, they're they're known to be the disruptors and trendsetters of the weed industries. And yeah. Their newest disruption coming out is they're gonna they're gonna shake up backwoods a little bit because yeah. they're uh, they're coming out with their own Runtz brand tobacco leaf blunt wraps. That's right. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna, they're gonna fuck with backwards, and I mean I think that's that's a huge market. You know, I mean I don't know how it is everywhere, but interna internationally. But I know that in Toronto, I know that in Scarborough, I know in the in, in the majority of Ontario, I know in British Columbia, and I know uh, in, in a few places, uh, obviously in Jamaica and, and a few places in the U.S. that uh, backwoods are the only way to smoke weed. There's a lot of people that just literally only smoke in backwoods. Friends of mine uh, that I've known that are smoking weed for 20 years who don't smoke cigarettes, don't smoke tobacco of any kind. Uh, only only will smoke cannabis and backwards. We'll only smoke cannabis. I mean they'll put hash in it, they'll put shatter in it. They'll take a hit off a regular joint, but they'll yeah. light up their own uh Maybe, maybe they'll put some uh, graba, you know, yeah. they'll throw some graba in there. Uh some spicy graba. 
but yeah, they they uh, not tobacco smokers in, in general, but man, they just they just love that tobacco leaf. And uh, if I mean, if a company like Runtz is talking about going out to the Dominican Republic, scouting companies, you know, scouting factories already, I think that yeah, we're about a year away from seeing you know Runtz produced uh, uh, blood wraps. They plan on uh, launching next month in forty. 500 shops yeah. across the U.S. Yeah. And, and a few in Canada. Hopefully a few in Canada. So yeah. we're going to be seeing these wraps. We get to test them out. And supposedly, they got no veins. They're uh, supposed to be very tasty. Mm-hmm. They really went out of their way to make sure that these wraps are going to be... Yeah, super premium. Yeah. Like, and there's no, you know, and I totally understand. Like, for me, if you're going to put out something to compete, then you got to come to the gate with something heavy duty. Because there are a couple of current competitors right now. Like, in the city, I know there's a couple of, couple of companies. Uh, one of them is called Bluntwoods, I think, and uh, which is basically just the shells, like just the tobacco leaf itself, uh, much larger than what you typically get with a backwood. You don't have a backwood to empty. Also comes with a bunch of flavors. Um, there's those ones, and there's also Frontwoods. I know I've seen Frontwoods uh, out there. Those are pretty popular as well. I think they're more popular in the States. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, what we get asked for the most, what we get asked about the most is backwoods, you know, especially the new ones, the XO, the, uh, what is it, the, uh, the Cognac XOs, the limited edition ones, the banana, the vanilla the exotic um, flavors. The harder to find flavors yeah. are just always the most popular. I mean, that's who, I mean, if you're a guy who's spending top dollar on premium bud, then that's that's most likely what you're smoking it in, in the GTA in the general Toronto area. Well, if you guys are listening to this, just uh, keep your eyes open for those uh, runts wraps. Mm-hmm. They're going to be absolutely. Amazing. They'll be yeah. interesting. At the recent Hall of Flowers convention, runts debuted uh, its first new strains. Yeah. Since Coochie runs. <laughs> the old Coochie runs there. The yeah. old Coochie. Uh, it was like bootleg runs, day-day runs, I runs, super runs. Uh, runs is also doing a collab with uh, the indie brand Don Mer- Merfos uh, Exotics and FTP runs, uh, which once again, they're going the way of raw. You know, they're becoming more than just a product. They're becoming a marketing company, uh, just like Cookies. They know what they're doing. Oh, absolutely! And, uh, trust me. Once they hit, the, once they hit the ground, mm-hmm. I and think they're uh, going to be stoppable. And also, which is kind of cool, from this article, we also come to learn that uh, early in the year they're trying to introduce a classics line, uh, which will be at an affordable price. So, even though they'll be pushing a super high-end luxury brand, which I'm sure is going to be a little bit higher in price for those products, they're still going to have. Uh, a classic line at a so-called affordable price. We don't know what it is, but uh, will include divine runts, pink runts, white runts, real runts, Obama runts, and runts OG. So we've tried uh, a few of those. I've only tried. Supposedly. I've tried white runts, and I've tried runts OG. I think that's it. I can't remember trying any other. I've tried I Obama tried OG, Obama. but I've never tried Obama runts. But. Um, It'll be interesting to try, man. I mean, you know, we always, uh, even though we're 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 more partial to legacy uh, for the sake of quality, uh, always like to try whatever the licensed producers are bringing to the table that they claim is going to give the legacy market a run for their money. 
And above and beyond that, these guys just aren't stopping at raps and mm -hmm. growing weed. These guys are building a network of growers and dispensaries yeah. in the states outside of California to grow and distribute actual runts flour. There's a dream job for a grower. See? <laughs> now people can start saying that they actually smoked runts. Well, maybe in the states. I, I can see. Like, obviously, you know, if you live in California, odds of you smoking real runts is much higher than if you live in Toronto. You know, that's how it is. It's, it's a yeah. matter of demographics. It's, it's where you are. Um, I know a couple of companies from California deliver to the U.S., uh, to, sorry, to Canada. I have heard of that happening. Uh, also, obviously, it's much easier to get California bud into B.C. and then into Toronto. Yes. So that's usually where the, the hub slash mecca of this caliber cannabis is going to be. Um, Which, even by the time it gets here, the, the names can be changed on yeah. numerous occasions. So it's, so it's a high chance if you live in California, a pretty high chance if you live in BC, and, an, and, an, and a minimal chance if you live in Toronto. You smoked actual real runs. You know? But coming soon, <laughs> coming maybe soon, there's yeah. a chance that we, we might be able to actually indulge in this product. Well, especially when they say they're building a network of growers. Yeah. You know, like growers and dispensaries outside of California. So they're, they're planning to already kind of do a, an all-outs attack. I believe... Uh, the plan is to be able to launch new drops simultaneously in California and uh, and as well as states like Florida, Florida and Michigan. So, I mean, they're they're hitting all points south north of the U.S. Uh, they're 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 doing a pretty wide blanket spread opening. And the boys, uh, they're uh, they're talking about that they're not stopping to pheno hunt. Their pheno hunt is not over. No, and uh, I mean, especially when you're claiming that. You are a high-end, premier luxury brand. Uh, uh, the next question is always, what's next? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, I got that crazy fire from you. What else do you got? Yeah, they're teaming up you with uh, uh, using their own genetics and top brands like Wizard Trees, mm -hmm. Doja Park, and uh, Seed Junkie Genetics. Yeah, yeah, very big companies, uh, very big seed companies at least. Yeah. Uh, I know that they have very, very uh, popular breeders and strains. Uh, uh, I get asked for them a lot at the store. Um, they'll also be selling run seeds and smoke shops. So that I mean, is going to make a lot of home growers very excited. Well, anywhere I guess you would typically buy royal seeds or uh, you know any other type of those uh, seed companies that show up in those little plastic packages on a uh, on a convenience store or a head shop uh, counter, you're going to be able to find uh, run seeds, which also. You know, uh, brings us to, if that's the case, then they're going to be madly reproduced. There's going to be so yeah. much fake and counterfeit runt stuff out there. Even flour, too, don't get me wrong. In I the guess bag. to be safe, you're just going to have to go to an actual runt store and pick them out of there. That's how they do it. I mean, think about it. Uh, I mean, you can go to a dispensary in Toronto, like Value Buds and something like that, and still get cookies. But if you want to get cookies for sure, you get it from cookies. Cookies, yeah. You know, so it's a good, good, that's uh, good marketing scheme they've got set up there yeah well to uh wrap this up uh runs mm -hmm. relaunches about uh they're talking about it's all about solidifying their place as a high fashion high art luxury, luxury brand. brand yeah that's they don't want to be just known as like that's cool marijuana and i understand that i think that's that's progression man that's moving forward that's that's always uh trying to uh trying to hit that next market because really in cannabis alone, uh, like, I mean, like I said, look at raw raw is literally a rolling paper company that now, I mean, I, I think they probably make more revenue off 
off non-rolling paper items now. Trays, grinders, T-shirts, I mean, everything. They're pretty soft. Everything. They got everything. Backpacks, socks. Yeah. Uh, I saw jogging pants. Like, I don't know how many different kinds everything. of hoodies. They got everything. So, and you know, cookies is now also on that mix, too. And there's a lot of people that are buying a lot. We, we know a couple of people that just love the cookies brand and love yeah. repping it. And they buy everything they see possible with that blue. We will definitely have them on the show. For yeah, we sure. will be bringing them on the show so we can laugh at them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, with that said, Professor, uh, I want to thank you all for listening. Stay super high and well medicated, my friends. Mm -hmm. This was the Can of Sewers Quadcast podcast. Mayhem wishing you all a fabulous and dank day. Let's remember to check out Mantra Medicinals online at www.mantrameds.com and on Instagram uh, at mantrameds. Uh, remember also to visit quadcast.ca for all the links to the stories we discussed today, as well as new curated archived podcasts from all over the cannabis culture universe. And for fuck's sakes, stay smoky, cannabis. Rolling one and lighting it, ain't no fighting it. A bunch of different strains on the table, all type of shit. Gucci clear glass frame, chilling on the couch. Even rock the presidential smoking in the house. The robe is Versace, the slippers is Bushimi. If I told you what I spent on weed, you won't believe me. Chanel scarf and Chanel socks. CNN burn it down with the lights. I told the roll one and light one for me. I told the roll one and light one for me. We smoking la la la. Yeah. La 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 la